Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along today. We've been talking about humility, and I'd like to read a story, parable that Jesus Christ told. It's found in Luke chapter 18, beginning with verse 9. And he also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Of course, the Pharisees were the religious people. They kept the law. They were highly respected in society by the religious people, by, dare we would call today, the establishment. And then the tax collector, they were the betrayers. They, they sided with the Romans against the Jews. They extorted people. They took advantage of people. They were oppressive. They were bad people. These two people went up to the temple to pray. Verse 11, the Pharisee stood and was praying thus to himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector over here. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all I get. But the tax collector standing some distance away, was even unwilling to lift his eyes to heaven, but was beating his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other man. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and everyone but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Two men... One was religious. One, he did all the right things. He, he went to church. He fasted. He gave tithes to the synagogue. The other man, uh, a swindler, a tax collector, probably a bad dude. And he prayed, God, have mercy on me, the sinner. But the Pharisee said, God, I'm thankful that I'm not like other people, like, especially even like this guy over here. I don't know about you. But when I read that, I say to myself, wow, I sure am glad I'm not like that Pharisee. (laughs) I hope you catch the irony. There's this tendency in human beings, all of us, to justify ourselves and to look down on others. And we 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 want to establish that the way I live is the right way. The way I live is the way God would approve. And obviously then, the way others live is not the right way. Now, it's interesting to me that uh, there's, there's such an interesting thing here because what should have that Pharisee's mind been? In one sense, he should be glad he's not an adulterer and a swindler and an extortioner and a traitor and someone who oppresses and rips people off. But his problem was he was self-righteous. His problem was he wasn't looking to God. It would have been one thing had he said, perhaps, God, but for the, like, like, um, like has been said by Spurgeon, but for the grace of God, there go I. He was walking through the street one minute, day with some one evening with some other men, and they encountered a drunk guy, uh, you know, just a bad dude. And others who are with Spurgeon, they they kind of 
put him down. They said, what a terrible person. And Spurgeon said, but for the grace of God, there go I. That would be me. And that should be our attitude, right? How wonderful if instead of looking at that person with contempt, he looked upon him with compassion and with the recognition that if it weren't for God's grace, if it weren't for God's mercy, he very well could have ended up in the exact same situation. I look over and let's turn to uh, uh, Matthew 5, verse 3. And the spirit here is what Jesus, the very first thing he said when he gave the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Some translations, blessed are those who recognize their spiritual poverty. Blessed are those who are humble enough to realize they don't have it all together. Chapter 7 and verse 1, very popular verse. And so often we can spend time explaining what this verse doesn't mean that we fail to really teach what this verse does mean. Matthew 7, verse 1, do not judge so that you will not be judged. For by your, for the way you judge, you will be judged, and by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and behold, the log is in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. This was the problem, obviously, that the Pharisee had. Rather than realize he had a log in his eye and taking the log out of his own eye so that he could then see clearly to go help that tax collector instead of holding, despising him, holding him in contempt, looking down upon him to realize, wow, you know, my problem, I may not have been a tax collector. I may have had a different problem, but also I needed God's grace. I needed God's salvation. I needed God. I needed to humble myself before God. I, if not for God, I'd be a worse sinner than you are. That's humility. And that's the type of humility that brings God's grace first in salvation and then continued as we grow. We want to make sure, brothers and sisters, that as God does transform our lives and God does change us and God does, we do, by the grace of God, we do take the log out of our own eye. And by the grace of God, we do begin to grow and become more and more like Christ. That we never think it was our, and dare I say, we become more and more righteous. Practically, that when we come to Jesus, he forgives our sins and he declares us righteous. And as we become sanctified, we grow in the grace and knowledge of God. And we become more practically day by day righteous. But might we always be humble enough to realize Wow, if God had not opened my eyes, if God had not had mercy, if God had not saved me, if God had not been gracious to me, where would I be? I often think of this. I, I, I often think, why in the world am I where I am? Why has God shown mercy upon me? And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. I look at what easily would have been easy for me to become. And, I, and, and had I had my way, probably would have. But somehow the grace of God touched my life. Somehow the mercy of God captured me. And indeed, as we've been seeing, every good thing in me is from God. I, I am nothing. The, the three convictions we've talked about earlier this week, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, 
Apart from God, I am nothing. 1 Corinthians 4, 7, apart from God, I have nothing. John 15, 5, apart from God, I can do nothing. And to realize that without him, we are nothing, we have nothing, we can do nothing. That all we have, all we are, all we've done, it's by the grace of God, the kindness of God, the mercy of God living within us. And that we never want to ever lose that. And as God works in us, we give him the credit. We don't take it to ourselves. We don't look down upon others who've resisted the grace of God, who have not yet received the grace of God, but rather we show them love and respect and compassion, realizing if not for the grace of God, I would be that and probably worse. That's humility, my friends, and the humility that we indeed want to have. In Galatians 6.1, Paul writes and he says, even if any, if any brother is caught in any trespass, you are spiritual. Restore such one in a spirit of gentleness, looking yourself lest you too be tempted. And that's what we want to do. When we encounter people who are lost in their sin, be it a Christian or non-Christian, we want to have a spirit of gentleness, a spirit that looks to myself first, a spirit that makes sure I don't have to get a log out of my own eye first, a spirit that says, God, I want to be available to you. God, I realize I humble myself. I need you to work within me. I need you to work through me. <clears throat> you know, I hate to say it, but we Christians are perceived as self-righteous people who look down upon others. And I often make the point that we don't want to pendulum swing the other way and say, no, I'm not righteous. What we want to do is we want to be giving credit to God, to Jesus, my righteousness. Any good, th any good thing in me that you see comes from Jesus. So on one hand is a self -right to be a self-righteous brat, Con a person that, you know, like this Pharisee that nobody likes. On the other hand, many people say, oh, I'm no better than anybody else. I'm just a terrible, terrible person, and, and, and I, there's no difference between me and you, and I hear things like this. And that's not true either. People ask me on campus, Tom, do you think you're better than us? And I said, that's not the question. I don't know. I, I, I don't even think for a second whether or not I'm better than you. I will say this. I'm better than, a whole lot better than I used to be before I found Christ or before Christ found me. And so it's, if, and if I can't, if my life hasn't changed in 45, 50 years of being a Christian, my religion mustn't be very good. But it's not me. It's Christ in me. It's, it's not that I'm righteous. It's Christ has made me righteous. It's the righteousness of Jesus in me. It's his gift to me. It's his grace. It's his salvation. And we've got to be very, very careful the foot of pride does not come upon us. That as God transforms our life, and he does make us more loving, he does make us more kind, he does make us more forgiving, he does make us a, a better person. This is what God will do. That we be careful that we don't take credit for this. That we, don't rem that we are careful to remember who we were and what we were like before Jesus saved us. We can't boast that he rescued us. It's no more than like the person drowning at sea and someone the, jump, the lifeguard jumps in and saves them. And they, they bring you to safety. You don't boast about what a great sinner you are. Or excuse me, you don't boast about what a great swimmer you are. You're grateful to the lifeguard who rescued us. This is our salvation. Let's, let's be humble before others. And the key here is this Pharisee was not humble before God. 
we we need to be humble before God, acknowledging His grace, His salvation, and then we always express that in compassion, mercy, understanding towards those who are still lost, not with contempt for them, not with contempt, but with compassion and mercy. Father in heaven, we pray that we would not be contemptible brats. <clears throat> we thank you how you have rescued us, and we thank you for Jesus, our Savior, and it took the blood of Christ to save us, and we're grateful. And we want to thank you that, that you do transform our lives, and you don't leave us where we were, but you not only save and forgive us, but you, you do live inside of us, and your Spirit fills us with the love of God, and your Spirit changes us and transforms us, and your Word transforms us, and it makes us into different people, and we're grateful. Help us, Father, to never forget that this is your work in us. Don't let us take the credit for what you've done. Don't let us become self-righteous for how your grace and kindness has touched us. Lord, all we've done has been available, and you've, you've done the work. You, we're just the canvas, and you're the artist that's painting upon us. And we thank you, and we bless you. You rescued us. We have nothing to boast about. Only in the cross of Jesus Christ, only in what you've done for us. And so we do that. And I pray, Father, that when we encounter people who aren't living your way and they've rejected your way and they're living, they're even captured by sin, that we'd have compassion and mercy because we'd realize if not for the grace of God, that would be me, maybe even worse. Lord, that we'd not look down upon them, but we'd have compassion. That teaches us how to take the log out of our own eye, teach us how to restore those that we capture in sin, Lord, instead of judge them, instead of put them down, hold them in contempt. Teach us how to have compassion and mercy and to, and to want to see them rescued by you the way you rescued us. Oh, Father, we see a hurting nation around us. We see a world full of really hurting people, people who, who they're like this tax collector. They, 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 know they're, they know they've got problems. They're crying out for help. We're fit, and, and others, Lord, who, who aren't, they're self-righteous. They hold us with contempt. They look down upon us because we follow you. Whoever it is, Father, help us rise above those who would hurt our feelings, those who would judge us, those who would hold us in contempt, those who, whether they're seeking you or not, help us to rise above judgment of them and look upon them as you do. They're lost, they're in need, but you love them. And you came for them. You want to rescue them. Father, as we look upon our world, we just see the gospel is the answer. People need Jesus. They need it to be healed, to be restored, to be made whole, to be to all, all the good that you bring them. I pray, Father, that we can offer to them in humility, compassion, and grace. We bless you today. We give you this day to walk with you and to be the people you created us to be. Help us to always be mindful of you today and remembering today, apart from you, we're nothing, but with you, we can, we're, we're children of God. To remember today that apart from you, we have nothing, but with you, you've given us all things, every blessing. Help us to remember today that apart from you, we can do nothing, but with you, nothing is impossible. And I pray that we, every one of us, Lord, would be rising up to become the people you created us to be this day, and that we too, we would be a blessing to others, 
In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for being along with me today. My name is Tom Short. I am so glad you're with me and that we are, you're here today. If you're new, welcome. I hope you subscribe, hit the notify button. I hope you join us day by day. We believe there's value in getting the Word of God every day, not just once a week and not just for a few minutes once a week, but a few minutes every day that we allow God's Word to transform us, wash us, change your attitudes, change us from the inside out. I, it, it takes some commitment to be here on a regular basis, but God sees if you come, and I think it helps. It's just one way of showing that you're serious about learning the Word of God and allowing it to transform your heart, mind, and attitudes. So I hope you join me every day. We'll be here every day at 8.30, or you can listen later in the day, or you can watch the podcast, or listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Search for The Tom Short Show, all right? Share with your friends, and I hope to see you tomorrow. You have a great day this day. I hope to see you tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. I'll be back here. See you then. Bye-bye.